Welcome to the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club with your host, Bill Sparks. The panel members are Dave and Chris Reichert, Bill and Jenny Sparks, Tim Oney, and Jeff Bennett. For the next two hours, Bill will be taking your calls. We'll have lots of conversation, demonstrations of products, and much more. You may reach us by calling 646-876-9923. Follow the automated prompts. When you're asked for a meeting ID, enter 287-723-4600. When you're asked for a user ID, just press pound. You may also join us by downloading Zoom for your Android or iOS devices from the Play Store or the App Store. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's your host, Bill Sparks. Well, a very good morning, I think, I think, I think. Jeff, can you guys hear me? Yep, and you're on the air. Okay. Good. And now I'm hearing things, so that's good. Uh, A very, very, very good thing. It's a miracle. We want to first off thank DJ Doug for coming through last night and... um, making a few adjustments and making this possible uh, to come on today because we've switched over to some new uh, they're called encoders and they help us stream on the legend and we've had to because there's some problems with the old streamers and they were making artifacts in the stream and we had to get rid of that and so we've had a little bit of problem with the transition over, but here we are. We are now back from Florida. Uh, we got back home on Friday evening and just been kind of putting things back together. We've got a new computer sitting here in front of me to the side, and we're going to be using that as soon as the sound cards get in today or tomorrow. So that'll help things out, and we'll just keep right on, right on going, and we'll get that, um, we'll get that taken care of as soon as possible. And any shows that were missed yesterday will go up in a podcast form, so you can do that. And Jenny will be sending out a link to the shows that people who can't get to the podcast there'll be a Dropbox link so that you can listen to any missed shows so that's being done and other than that we're just kind of hanging in there we're going to have a couple topics today by the way so when you start calling in the first topic is Do you prefer to, A, only hang out with blind people, B, hang out with a mixture, or C, do you feel more comfortable hanging out with with blind people or you really don't care? Second topic that we're going to talk about today, and then, Jeff, we will get to yours next week. Um, (laughs) uh, Right. We'll get to yours next week. The second topic is why is it and maybe this just appears to me. 
Why is it your family and sometimes close friends seem to be the one to take the most advantage of you or to do some things that maybe alter your life? And we're going to talk about that if you've had any experiences that way. And you don't have to mention names or anything like that, but your honesty would be appreciated. And so don't call me in and say you've had a perfect life because I don't believe you. Anybody. We've all went through our issues and all had those kinds of problems. So, Jenny, you take it away. Jenny's got a cold, so we'll see if she can. Yeah, well, maybe for a second. Um, I Well, we made it back to Florida. We got a, um, Bill found a really nice hard-sided suitcase that was big enough that I could put the Braille printer in it instead of shipping it back and forth. Switch road in the baggage compartment, and that worked out great. That was a lot easier than than shipping it all the time and finding a box and taking it someplace to ship it. And but other than that, things are getting back to normal. Came home well, like Bill said, we got here here Friday. I was sick by Sunday, and I don't know why, but way it is. Tell, tell, tell Bill you're allergic to nugs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe that's it. <laughs> Maybe that's it. And one thing about that shipping, it's free on the airplane versus almost $150. Uh, yeah, because we you. put a few extra things in it, and it still only weighed like 42 pounds. So as long as it didn't weigh 50 pounds or more, we didn't have to pay to ship it. So that was a cool thing. That makes it nice. And that Samsonite's pretty good luggage, but it's made out of a different type of material. And we'll be asking Mike later on during the show, after we get everybody in, are these luggage tags just hype that you can get for your Apple phone and you put a tag on there and... Air tags. Do they really work? So we'll be talking about that also, too, and some of the new iPhone features and other things. So we've got a lot, a lot to cover. Jeff, take it away. Okay. Well, first of all, say hello to everybody listening to the Coffee Club. Everything is great here in Albany. I can't believe... That yesterday, the high for Albany, New York, was 85 degrees. That was October 3rd. Today is October 4th. And we're supposed to have another high of about the same temperature. I'm loving it. I am truly, truly loving it. I know that Tim would rather not be in Albany, New York with that weather. But I I truly love the warm weather. I'll take it any day. I don't like winter, and we're probably going to have a severe winter with the El Nino. For those who live in the Albany area, there's going to be a special program tonight at 7 o'clock on Channel 13 talking about and talking about what is an El Nino and what effect it might have on us in the winter? Uh, I always like to listen to those or watch those programs, and I'll be recording it with my DVR this this morning, or this evening, I should say. So, get alive, Jeff. Get alive. I know. I really, Bill, you keep telling me that, and, and i got to tell you a funny story. I, I had gotten back from New York City a few weeks ago, and I called Bill Sparks on, was it, what, was it, uh, Wednesday, was it Wednesday? Yeah, it was on Wednesday night, I think it was. And I got back, and I said, Bill, uh, I just want to let you know, I, everything is in for all things radio. And Bill goes, would you get a life already? And then I put my friend Mario on, talk to him. And Bill says, you know, tell Jeff he's got to get a life. <laughs> uh, I did, and I think that so might have funny. been. But, hey, you know, it works out. And I don't know, enjoy your special today and watch the TV. So 
That's the main thing. So listen it over to the superstar from Columbus, Ohio, who has more bus adventures than any cat I ever knew. <laughs> You're not kidding. Oh, I've had some adventures on the bus, not an abundance amount, but I've had a few. And as far as that, um, you know, weighing the suitcase, boy, I remember one time I went to North Carolina, and my suitcase weighed two pounds over, you know, it weighed 52 pounds. And luckily, I had a carry-on bag, and I had to take some of the stuff out of the suitcase to put in there, or they were going to charge me, you know, like I think, like you said, 150 bucks or whatever it was. To, so I had to take some stuff out of my suitcase and cram into my um, my carry-on bag, you know, because they always tell you to put your all your electronics and stuff like that in the carry-on bag, and then everything else can go in the suitcase, but. Um, so I had to take some, and talk about embarrassing, you know, sitting there right there in the middle of the bus station with your suitcase open, pulling out underwear and all this other stuff to cram into your, um, you know, your carry-on bag. But it, I got it. So they said, well, do you want to leave anything behind? It's like, right. So, your tidy whities yeah. <laughs> so that, that, that was kind of. You know, luckily they were all clean. <laughs> yeah. It's those darn gold bricks that you carry around with you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, you, you found me out. Very, very good. All right, well, let's go to Radio Tim. Good morning, everyone. Things are uh, nice here, even though Jeff wouldn't think so. It's uh, 62 degrees, and we're supposed to stay in the low to mid-60s for our high, so... That's the kind of weather I like. And uh, we've got uh, a good countdown coming up tomorrow night from 1975. That's actually quite a bit of stuff I like in that one. Pretty good year. So we're looking forward to that. And when does that come on, Tim? Oh, well, the show starts at 7.30 usually or right after All Things Radio. Let's put it that way. And uh, the countdown is at 8.30, and it'll be the top 20. I know I switch from 20 to 30, depending on earlier. The years, years yeah. Much shorter songs. So. Oh, Tim, that reminds me. I need to promote this. I almost forgot. On Friday, beginning at 4 o'clock, which will replace Steve Bauer's country show, I will be doing a show of... Late 50s, early 60s. So if you like the golden age of rock and roll before the Beatles, we're going to be doing that on Friday afternoon, 4 o'clock Eastern, 3 o'clock Central. So I don't, or maybe I will. Did I just lose everyone? Are you there, Tim? No, you're still here. You know, okay. It runs till 6 o'clock till, till Pam's. Till right. Pam, uh, Stevens comes it's just something different. We've got enough country on the legend, so I decided we would take a shot at some some great oldies before the Beatles and in that era. So, you know, we just have a little fun with that. And let's also bring on Michael Loff. Michael Loff is in the house i think yes hello friends uh good to be here i know it's been a few weeks so uh 
don't know what's going on in everyone's world, but uh, yeah, just doing our work and uh, trying to help folks do that visual transition and just learning as I go. You know, it's one thing to have knowledge and another to know how to give someone the knowledge they need to, to get something done if they know what they want to get done. So, but yeah, tomorrow's my birthday and we're going to have rain and then it's going to cool off and get back to normal weather, which is going to feel good. Um, yeah, I just got new hearing aids and uh, these are the demo units I decided October 18th. So these are phonics that are $4,600 and I just found uh, hearing aids for those who just need audio amplification from a company called Audient that makes the same company I'm talking to you through this mixer. Yeah. 99 to $249 for hearing aids or audio amplifiers. So I want to look into that and see if that's an affordable tool for those who need that but can't afford $4,600. So, yeah, just uh, rolling along in life and learning and uh, acclimating back in the area of Belleville, Illinois, near St. Louis. And, and well, you live, has a lot changed since when you lived in Belleville originally? Well... Yeah, some of the businesses, I guess, locations, you know, things like that. But there are a few changes, a few different thoroughfares and things in 40 years. But I'm learning it now because even though I was from here, I didn't really live in this town after maybe the age of five or six. So, you know, it's still learning the area, all the towns, the different towns, and how you link to them, the different roads, and, you know, listening to your GPS. I've become a fan of Apple GPS. I really like it. You get turn by turn when you're traveling. Yeah, that's what's going on here. Very, very good. And, Jeff, I think we've got everybody on the panel. I think you're right. I think it's time. We know Beth is first today. I saw her in. Yeah, I just saw her. I just asked her to unmute. And so, there you go. Go ahead, Beth. All right. I was hoping I could be, not that I want to be selfish, but I was hoping I could be first because I'm going to be leaving at 830 Central. I'm going to be going out for breakfast with a friend from church. Her birthday is today. My birthday's in a couple weeks. So, we're going to be celebrating our birthdays this morning. Well, there you go. (laughs) I got to give you credit. Uh, You don't just stay at home. If if you had your way, you'd be out every day, right? You know it. (laughs) I sure would. (laughs) And I I believe that they would have no problem with that here. They wouldn't have any uh, discrepancies. What do you want to call that that word? I don't know. But I'm just excited because yesterday I, I went, I had to go to my counseling session and that was a good meeting too because I really needed it this time. Now I'm so happy because things I think are going to start moving around here. And where are you guys going for breakfast, do you know? Uh, we're going to go to Brigetta's. It's a restaurant that Gail and I go to a lot of times or a few times we've been there and I you know, I didn't even know that they had breakfast there. So it'll be good to try one of their breakfasts this morning. Oh, well, there you go. Are you going to load up on breakfast today, like two or three plates? I wouldn't mind doing that if there's a possibility, if I don't have to pay extra. <laughs> oh. If it's a buffet place, you can do that. If it's not a buffet place, you're you're in trouble, Beth. I know. <laughs> so you're going to do that. <laughs> so I did a dumb thing. I forgot to call you a couple weeks back, Bill. I feel like a dork. <laughs> oh, that's all right. You got this week. Yeah, that's a good thing because I still wanted to do that. And I've still got to be able to get this um, touchpad turned off because someone helped me to to lower the sensitivity of it. But unfortunately, that didn't 
seem to do it. So I think that turning it off is really the best thing because every time I get into a folder, it just jumps all over the place. There are some blind people that just naturally have problems with those touch pads. I had a friend, I swear, that wind could blow and she would have a problem with the touch pad. Yeah. And some people are just like that. They get their arms, their sleeves, whatever, hair on their arm, whatever. They get it in the, you know, it gets all mixed up. Yeah. I think they can touch that thing with a blade of grass and it would just go all crazy. <laughs> The only thing that thinks about stuff like that is, you know, you'll eventually end up getting it shut off, and sometimes when you update, the stupid thing will be turned back on. It'll again. come back on, yeah. I know, uh, but then the, if, I, if I can be taught how to turn that off again, I know that I'd be yeah. certainly willing to try that. But some people just can't deal with it. They just literally cannot deal with it. Some people can sit there and type all day, never yeah. a problem. But... <laughs> So what do you do if you need your left and right mouse buttons and if you turn that on? Uh, you find a keyboard alternatives to do it, like your JAWS keys or your whatever. You can use your left or right and, mouse uh, button. Or, or, if you, or if you have a regular mouse, you can put it into one of the USB ports of your computer and use it that way. Well, I suppose you could. Jaws to PC, is that something with rooting the Jaws to PC? Is that right. one of the things that could work? So you there's other things you can do. Yeah. Uh, oh, that is so cool. Yeah, there's a <laughs> lot of other things you can do. So yes. you don't have to worry about that so much. Now, did you have any comments on our topic for today? I didn't get to hear what it was because I was down in the... Oh, we were just talking about, A, do you like to exclusively hang out with blind people? Do you like to mix it up? Or C, are you uncomfortable if you're put in a situation with a lot of sighted people? Oh, excellent topic. I'm in a, I, I feel good about hanging out with blind and sighted and and. A cripple, whatever have you. I just feel good about all of it. There are certain people I can say that I'd rather not hang out with, but most of the way, I just love hanging out with blind and sighted people. Are most of the people in your home, are they blind? No, I'm the only blind person here, believe it or not. Right, or I know of some nursing facilities, they only have blind people. Yeah, I've heard of that. There is one thing that happened when I first moved in here. There was someone else living here who was blind. He wouldn't talk much, and I understand that, but he, I, um, I was told that he was just going to, that they were going to set him over at the table where I was sitting being that we have blindness in common. And that was the phrase they used. And I'm like, wrong reason. Don't do it for that. Right. Well, very good. We know you got to get your appointment, Joel, your birthday, and you share your birthday with Jeff's sweetheart, his ex-wife. Uh, Both of them. 
Both of them. Both oh of them. Both his ex-wives. Oh, have, have, I showed you he's been married a lot of times. Uh, <laughs> they have, ben, they, you have a good one. Have a great breakfast, okay? Oh, I sure will. And I can let all of you know next week how it went, too. Yes, we will be glad to know. All right. All thank right. you, Beth. You bet. All right. Next is Joe Sorensen. And can you unmute yourself, Joe? As soon as he gets that unmute signal, we'll get to Joe Sorensen. There you go. You're right there. Go ahead, Joe. You're unmuted. Oh, unmuted. I had to do Alt A twice to get unmuted. Anyway, good morning, Coffee Club and worldwide legend around the world. Anyway, it takes me back to the mutual back in the 50s would have a different game of the day. To me, that was more fun. But anyway, that's because of my aging and other stuff. But anyway, it is 51 degrees, clear skies up to 74, down to 50 tonight. So we're all done with this hot weather, which is great. And I, I like to hang out with both blind people and, and, and others. Uh, at church is also our, our, our social life, which is a lot of fun. So, anyway, take it away. Good morning, everybody. Uh, well, answer the questions. I mean, like, I'm, I do a mixture, you know, because of both blind and sighted. There's no, there's no preference there. And what was the other topic I forgot? Oh, the other one was... At various times during your life, have you ever been taken advantage of by family, close family and relatives or friends? I have had... Looks like you're done talking, so you'll lower your ad and one Anyway. Looks like you're done talking, so you'll lower your ad in one second. It's already done it. Don't worry about it, guys. Don't worry about it. Just keep on talking. Good. (laughs) Anyway, the... I've had that where my family seems to underestimate what I can see or what I can't see and stuff like that. And so they have they have a tendency to want to help or where I don't need the help and stuff like that. But what was so weird is that that only ran on one side of the family. The rest of it, uh, on my dad's side, um, it was the opposite, which I would rather have the opposite, where you're, where you're over as I mean, you're, where they, they, my dad always would think that I see more than, more than I can. I'd rather have it that way than the other way. So, <laughs> but um, now that no, I don't have that that problem so much anymore. But when I did, it was, wow. <laughs> but anyway. Those are the answers to my to the topics. Of the well, day. there you go. I, if you have anything else, you can just jump right back in. Oh yeah, yeah thank you. We got a Bible study tonight, and so we'll be hanging out with others. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Ellen. Now we got the next one on on the list is Gail Gruber Bankston, and we're going to ask you to unmute Gail. Hopefully, I'm unmuted. You are unmuted. Go ahead, please. Um. As far as hanging out with blind people or sighted people, it's kind of a mix with me. There were some people I really, really liked. There was one gal that was totally blind that I really, really liked because she 
helped me with Braille, and she was very, very practical about other things, too. So it all depends. And, and here, as far as some of the people here, I've been kind of uh, keeping myself to myself because of some of the situations here. And as far as out in the... Because of my own situation with my health issues and stuff like that, I just kind of do the best I can. And as you know, so that's the way I feel about some of that. And I found out something. Uh, as far as I found out, I was talking to Wendy this morning, or she was kind of talking to me or both of us, but I found out why she doesn't like my chart. Because of with going to um, the cancer center for my uh, appointments with my doctor for the platelets, there was a gal that would call her, and she could email me, and Wendy could email me with the appointments. With my chart, it's too confusing for all of us, and, and now... We'll get this all straightened out one way or another. <laughs> but other than that, you know, everything else is going well. As I said, I, what was the other topic or the other question? Blind people and sighted people. You've already answered that. I think the only other question was, have you ever been taken advantage of by close fans, friends, or family during your lifetime? Well, uh, I don't know if you'd be if you'd call this being taken being taken advantage of or not but when i was at the um at this uh care facility after everything started with me my brother maybe he wasn't really taking advantage of me but he kept saying well do take the get the covid shot please do it for me and i thought if I'm going to do anything like that, or anything, period, I'm going to do it for myself first. Right. But he wanted you to have the COVID shot, right? Yeah, but it was the wrong way to say that. And I just stuck up for myself and said no, you know, because I feel that <laughs> way. Did you ever get the COVID shot? No. Okay. Now, three years later, fortunately, you're still around, but... Uh, and you can you don't have to answer me, but I'm going to ask you anyway, and you can just respectfully tell me no, and that's fine. Why would you not want to get a COVID shot that might potentially save your life or the people that are treating you or help taking care of you? All is, I can say, all I can say to that is I have. I haven't done enough research on the thing, for one thing. And for another thing is, I'm not going to just do something for because everybody else is. Right. I, yeah. I, have, not, I have not quite become a sheep yet. Right. Okay, wait a second. Now, if you don't take the COVID, what about the flu shot? Do you take that? No, I haven't for years either. Okay. Okay. I mean, that's your own personal business. We get that. But understand that during the time of COVID or when it was, if you didn't take your COVID shot, you might not be able to do certain things that you could have if you would have had your COVID shot. 
Now, I'm not going to say because I know some friends who did not take the COVID shot and they got the COVID and they were probably worse off for not getting the COVID shot. I guess maybe my perspective is one more of trust. You know, if someone says maybe this is good for you and you know, hundreds of thousands and thousands of millions of people are getting this shot and I'm seeing all these people passing away, I'm thinking to myself, maybe this is a good thing. But that's just my opinion. And we live here in the country that you can make those choices. But with those choices, unfortunately, come consequences. You know, if you don't take that COVID shot. You know, yeah, what a few people have had negative reactions to the COVID Well, they shot. have. I will agree with you. But uh, I can guarantee you there's a lot more people who probably... Uh, uh, averages. Right. Yeah. I mean, I have a negative reaction to that. I'm, I'm one of those people, Mike. Every time I get the COVID shot, and I have taken, and I've taken all the boosters and stuff, I faint the next day. And my blood pressure drops. And I don't know why. And they, and they don't know why either. And my doctor said, look... If you really feel that you that, that you might be in danger, and and, and, if, and all, every time I faint, it's always been while I'm taking a shower, getting out of the shower. So what I what I said is, if I decide to take it this time, I just I don't take will, a shower for a day. I won't or two. be taking a shower that day, that morning. So and then if I, then if then I'll, I'll, I'll right. be more aware of that. That's the only thing I would say. Right, that, but I I judge it. It is up to the individual. Just know that there may be consequences to that decision. Yeah, I'm you can do what you want. It might be controversial. <laughs> yeah. But. Saturdays, I scheduled to do the COVID and the flu because I'm around people in my work and job. If I was just totally working from home where I wasn't around people. And then uh, Gail maybe maybe has the same has the issue because she doesn't have to worry because she doesn't really you don't normally get out of the house all that much, Gail. So for you, it may not be as much of a problem because you're at home all the time. So uh, but, but I get out of the house and I'm always out in the What about sometimes. the people that come in and work with her? That's the other thing. Uh, well, um, if, if I might just add a little extra thing here, I'm not sure how to say this exactly, but uh, with my platelet thing and the diabetes and this, that, and the other thing, I don't know what else there is, I've just been... I'm, I'm just careful about a lot of things. That's all. Well, no, but, yeah, I understand. But, but I'm just saying I've got diabetes and I took the shot. I had heart surgery, took the shot. But the, everybody has a right, Gail. Thank God that you have a right in this country to make that decision. You know, and some people gave up their jobs for it. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. But isn't there a certain blood type that's immune from it? I mean... I mean, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It's not my yeah, blood. I don't I'm B negative. I don't know that I'm a B, Mike. So uh, I think it's. The, oh, I think it might be that type O. Maybe right. that's the one. I don't know. Here's the other thing. For example, my dentist says you. Ha- they recommend very, 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 very strongly that you take penicillin before your visit. And the reason I take the penicillin is I have a problem with my heart. It's not serious. It's called aortic valve regurgitation, in which one of the valves in my heart doesn't function quite as well as, as it should. And if, if I don't take the penicillin and, and I get an infection after seeing the dentist, that could spread. To my heart and cause more problems. So why be penny wise and pound foolish? I'd rather just pay for this prescription for penicillin, which costs me about thirty cents, than worry about it later on. I don't want to have to be in the hospital on a on a ventilator, hoping my heart's not hoping they can fix my heart. So I mean, you have to. That's that's how I look at it. 
But no, I don't. The only thing that I really disagree with Gail on is the sheep mentality. I don't. I guess I'm not always thinking the glass is half full. Um, and Gail, you have diabetes and and you have immune disorder problems, possibly. They really strongly recommend that you take that shot. I mean, I'm not going to tell you what to do when neither is Bill, but that's what that's what I've been told and reading all the information. But it, the choice has been done, and you might do the same thing again, but that's your choice. <laughs> That's that's correct. I, you I'm have just, your choice. I'm just throwing. I'm just throwing all of that out. Right, but I'm what saying you're the kind of person I wouldn't want coming to my home if you weren't protected or, you know, to take advantage of what what things have to offer. I mean, we have enough consequences of it the way it is. Not you personally, you know what I mean. No. But yeah. I wouldn't want. Because of my compromised immune, you know, with the heart surgery and the thing, you know, it would not be something I'd want to put myself in the path of knowingly. But that's just me. Well, then flying is a risk, isn't it? Of course it's a risk. Everything's a risk. Everything's a risk. I mean, everything's a risk. But if you know... You know, if you know, I mean, walking across the street's a risk, but you have to pick your poison. Driving around here is zigzagging in and out. Right. I mean, walking, everything is a risk, but I also have other people in the household that that I think something about, and I don't want to, I wouldn't want to spread that to them or to cause them to have a problem. Well, actually, I think I had it twice. But the time when I had it last year, it was right after our reunion and somebody brought it to the reunion and I got it and my wife got it. And luckily it was... You know, it it was it wasn't real bad. I mean, it was bad, but it wasn't real bad. It just basically really wiped me out, and then I ended up not being able to. I still can't smell. My wife will say, "Can't you smell that?" It's like, no, no. I still- well, you know what? You are one of the people that you may want to participate in a study because you that that is considered long COVID. I went to a family Christmas party, and seven people got it there. Six got the COVID. And I was so very, very sick from that. So I I am probably a little overboard the other way. And then, so, if you look on the Internet, uh, just, I'm sorry, Bill, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I'm sorry. Um, if you look on the Internet, there are ways that, are, that you may be able to get back your sense of smell. Uh, I've seen it on Google. There's a ton of articles about it, and you may be able to do it with yourself with yourself by, by training or retraining your nose to smell what you, what you can smell. Uh, I, don't, not, I know they're out there, and just go to Google and take a look at that. I think you'll find those articles very useful. Well, I think, I think more people would have taken the shot if there wasn't so much confusion. And if and if big government would have stayed out, I think instead of mandating that people, you know, forcing people to take it, I think if they would have said, well, we recommend, maybe more people would have taken it. Well, yeah. people are stubborn. Not, I'm stubborn. I mean, I, I admit this is probably one of my faults. If somebody keeps telling me I need to do something, 
I won't do it. If but if somebody were, says, oh, go ahead. If you were one of the people that saw somebody die with it and have to die alone and not even be able to have any other family members with them or anything like that, you would think a whole lot different. Yeah, about I, I, so, I, I, I'm, I'm telling you right now because I had, I had a very good friend of mine when I lived in Syracuse that passed away from this thing, and she was alone because she couldn't have any visitors. It just, I mean, it's just, Jennifer, you don't know how heartbreaking that is. I ended up getting the shot. I mean, I, I took the shot, you know, I, um, over two years ago, I got it because my wife, it was when I was getting ready to meet her parents, and she said, you know, can I, she was, have you been vaccinated? And I said, not, not yet. And she was, well, I'm not telling you you have to. She was, but would you consider it? And because, I, you know, I want you to meet my parents, and they're in their 90s, and I went and got it. Okay. Because, because well, when you say the shot, now there were look, what, at least five different versions. So that's when. Well, there went. was three, I think, wasn't it? Johnson, Johnson, Moderna. No, I mean five different versions. The, of every, the every year, there's been a different booster coming out for booster, each company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there may be a new version coming out in the winter. And the, my sisters heard said said there may be another new vaccine coming out in the winter. And there may be a vaccine that that combines the flu shot with the COVID shot. Well, what would you guys do if you went to the doctor's office now? And this this way down in Florida, we go to a doctor's office. You are required to wear a mask. You don't have an option. It's not an option. Yeah, it's relaxed in the Midwest, Bill. Yeah, it's it's relaxed here in the Northeast where, where I am. But again... Governor Cuomo, Governor Cuomo, Governor Hochul has said that anyone, any place that has the right to require masks, if if they want to, we're not. The state is not requiring. It. Yeah, I, they I get, they I require. It. I mean, I didn't ask to, but when I was told I had to wear a mask, I had to wear a mask. What would you do in the case? Well, you know, you look at Florida, Bill. There's a very, very high senior citizen population in right. Florida, and especially where you live. Um, I mean, and 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 more at risk. I I get requiring wearing a mask. I I, tro- I totally get it, Bill. It only took you know as long as I was in there. Then I took it off, and she was nice about it. <coughs> we better get to some of these other yeah, folks. Thank you, Gail. Thank you, Gail. Now, look Charles, what you opened up, Gail. <laughs> yeah, look at that, Charles. I know you're muted. Go ahead, Charles. Well, how are you, everybody? Fine, thank you. And first, before I answer your question, how's your um, tooth coming along, Jeff? Um, it's coming along, except I can't eat anything on the left side of my mouth and chew in that area because they they put bone to replace uh, what 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 might be needed when they do the implant. So it is very good. I'm not complaining, and I'm hoping that the transplant of the bone took. I'll find out uh, on next next Wednesday on October 11th. And if it didn't take, they might charge me more money to redo it again. So I hope that doesn't happen. So, but we're doing okay. I'm not complaining, Charles. I know. I don't. I don't blame you if you did, because you just make sure you know we all care about you. Thank you. I appreciate. It. Thank you very much. Charles. Speak for yourself, there, Charles. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff knows um, I'm laughing. So now I can answer your first question about the blind and the sighted. I'll yeah. answer it like this. I like, you know, I can, I can, I have more in common, of course, with blind people, but uh, than I do the sighted. But here's the thing I like: I like to meet a newly blind person so they can give you prospects on things that you never thought of and can explain both sides of the issue and understand both sides of an issue. And you know, that's just the way that I feel. 
And Charles, I'd like to answer the question as well, because I, my parents brought me up to be with sighted people as well as blind people. But they said to me every day of my life, it is a sighted world. And, and, and you have to learn to survive in this world with sighted people. And you can't just, get, you can't just go away from them. I, and for most of my life, most of my friends have been sighted. Um, but I get along with both blind and sighted people. It's not the blindness or the, whether they're sighted that makes me get along with them. It's whether we get along because we, we have things in common, etc. I mean, I, I, I've gone out with Nancy Murray and her husband and my friend JR and, they, and myself. And maybe they might call us the Motley crew. But uh, we all get along and we all have fun. When I went to New York with uh, Nancy and Mario for our school alumni thing, we all had a great time. Everyone got along, and it all worked out properly. Yeah, I want to throw in my two cents here on this subject. Uh, I, after giving this some thought, I think, not 100% across the board, but most of my real friends are blind, and I have many-sided friends, but they, I would say they're, they're more like acquaintances, whereas... I said my true friends that I think I could count on. Yeah. Most I would agree with Mike. I've had lots of acquaintances that have been cited, but the people that I can count on as true friends for the most part are blind people. And see, my friends have been cited, but of course the problem with me, and you know what happens when you get as old as I am, Jennifer, a lot of the people you know either, yes, you're right, Ed, say it again. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, a lot of the people I know have either moved away, or, or most of them that I've known that have been very close friends were cited up since I've been living here, right. passed away, and that's a problem. Right. Well, here's the thing, if I may throw in really quick, um, and I don't know how, I don't know if there are any partials up here or not, but because I am a partial. And the one thing that's really hard is you actually really don't fit in with totally blind people, but you don't fit in with fully sighted. I mean, I got my best friend that I ever had. He was fully sighted and, you know, and then he ended up passing away at a very young age. Um, and he never treated me any different. Now, for example, like if I go to a store and if I ask somebody uh, where something is, they'll say, they'll point and they'll say over that way. And, you know, because, see, I got enough sight to where I can see where I'm going, but I may not have enough sight to be able to see, like, where things are at. And it, it, it's really kind of a weird thing. Now, when I was in school, I hung out with mostly blind people. You know, all not not partially sighted, but totals for some reason. But you know, now I mean, I don't care whether they can see or they don't. I mean, if you talk to me and you know, and you know, we're, you know, and are nice, I'll be nice back. You know, I mean, I don't care whether they can see or can't see. But I think being a partial really kind of puts a little bit of a spin on things because you don't really fit in with totals, but you don't fit in all that well with fully sighted people either. But I don't like partials who are some at our school who didn't want anything to do with totals because they didn't want to, the responsibility or didn't want to lead them around or help them. Well, and, I, I agree with you completely. I mean, I, I, luckily I never felt that way, though. Right. Because you never know. You never know when you're going to be in that position yourself. Yeah. And now there are some <laughs> there are some totally blind people that might take advantage or really, you know, utilize somebody even with partial sight for, you know, you know, selfish reasons or whatever. I mean, I, I, 
you know, I have no problem, you know, doing things for people who can't see. My wife, she has no vision at all, and which is good. That's probably why she married me. But well, uh, we weren't going to say anything. You better be careful, there, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I, I really don't mind. I mean, you know. Uh, I mean, I, I've gotten pretty good at it. I mean, at one time I took eight totals up to a buffet with me at the same time. And I just helped everybody out all at once. And I said, how do you do that? And I said, because I got patience and I like, you know, I like helping people. And so instead of making eight trips, I just said, let's all go. And we went up and I helped everybody and I got everybody back to the tables and stuff. I don't have problems with that at all. No, you well, wouldn't. And we have a bunch. You can't believe the hands we got raised here. Yeah. Guys. So, so so we better take a few of them here. Okay. We got iPhone Julie McCullough. I love it. iPhone. There you go. And can you unmute yourself? All right. Here there I you am. go. Go ahead, Julie. Julie from Topeka. Yes. Okay. Well, I have I have both blind and sighted friends. Um, you know, when I went to school, I just couldn't keep up with the other kids in playing and stuff anyway. And so, you know, and most of the folks at school were blind or partially sighted. And, you know, I didn't fit in with them very well and um, don't always fit in with sighted people very well. But um, and I would find some interesting things that would happen as an adult um, that if we if my whoever my assistant happened to be at the time, if we were at some kind of a conference or something, um, you know, and we would try you know we would go in and and sit down or you know maybe we'd find some people to sit with or maybe we wouldn't but if we didn't no one seemed to want to come and sit with us that is a common problem julie and the and the other problem i've seen with sighted people is they all talk about wanting to get together with me in the building and i get along with them i talk to them i but then it never seems to happen but then i realize that uh, it, it, it as my sister said to me one day the lovely sharon as she said to me one day it is what it is <laughs> Yeah, it is what it is. Now, my mother, if she went with me, she was very careful about making sure to position me where I would, you know, where I could be talking to other people. Um, you know, she just kind of had a way of doing that. Um, and so that was, you know, that was okay. But um, I think I've kind of noticed that a lot more in my adulthood. Um, than when I was growing up, and um, and as far as family taking advantage, I don't know about that. But but my dad did things. I you know, like I would pick out the channel I wanted at the when they had the cable boxes with the buttons. Um, I said, well, how do you know what you're what you're picking out? I said, well, you know, it's a combination of certain numbers. I have heard enough of the channel that I know what it is, so I punch in those numbers and get it. And one time, one thing he did, and he didn't want to believe if I knew something that he didn't. We had, we lived on an acreage for most of my life. My dad built a house and um, we had, we weren't farmers, but we had a few cattle and a couple horses and my sister was in 4-H. And so when I was home on the weekends, I would go out with my dad and sister to do chores. And there was this gate that we climbed over. And 
so I, my dad taught me how to do it. And I began to discover after a while that it was getting a little tippy and I was a little afraid to do it. Um, and he said, oh, it's all right. It, you know, it's not going to tip over. Well, one day I start climbing up there and over it went. And, um, you know, he had put off fixing it and, you know, did not want to believe that it was getting tippy and it was. So, oh, you just so what's the never... point here? I, 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 I just... Well, I mean, he, it wasn't that he it wasn't that I was taken advantage of so much, but my dad did not always want to trust that I knew things that I knew. Okay, we get that. Oh, that happens um, a lot. It's kind of like if your eyes don't work, your brain maybe doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> I got that problem, and maybe it's true sometimes. Uh, but... People said that about me, too. I'm sure it's true. And in, and, and in fact, um, my problem with my eyes is my optic nerve. Yeah. So in a sense, you know, that could be true. But, um, you know, and I, I know a woman who... Uh, was blinded, you know, in her maybe 30s or 40s or something. And, you know, and since then, you know, she feels like her family feels like since her eyes no longer work that her brain doesn't work either. Well, those are attitude changes that, that, that have been persistent since the beginning of time, Julie. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Julie, I, I, I'm not trying to cut you off, but we have like 10 people with hands raised, and we'd like to get to all of them as well. So, Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, Thank Julie. you, Julie. Okay, Jeff, take a deep breath, and who's next? Uh, let me get to the next person here. Hold on one second. Okay, Bill in Chicago, and yeah, I've asked you to unmute, and there you go. Go ahead, Bill. You're unmuted. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm here. Okay, real quick. It's raining here today. But anyways, um, as far as the COVID and immune stuff, I've had so many shots over my life. I've been knocked over polio, measles, and everything. And that was because I was all I wound up at Raleigh Hospital as a kid with my eyes, and they were inoculating everybody then, so they inoculated me too. I had no choice. In fact, I got inoculated twice for polio and twice for measles, and I had the measles while I was in the hospital. I still got inoculated twice. And I do I do all, I do the flu shot and I get the COVID shot. But as far as uh, taking advantage, no, my family never took advantage of me because I wouldn't let them. They tried because I was just that bullheaded enough. And when I was younger. I had points where I could see pretty good, and there were points where I couldn't see at all. But I still did work on the farm. In fact, I couldn't really see hardly anything. I was the guy who worked behind the hay baler, loading the bales on the hay. I walked a wagon and loaded the bales. I knew just how many steps to take and where it was. And also, I was a uh, wire sticker on a baler where you had to put a on a pedal to stop the plunger and put your arm through. If you let that pedal go, you lost your arm. And I did all kinds of stuff, man. I worked on the livestock yard uh, when I couldn't see real well. There was a grain elevator that I knew the family real well. I used to help fill the bags of brown feed. And and I also did unload carloads of coal. Uh, I shoveled grain when I couldn't couldn't see that well sometimes. I mean, I've, I've never really, never really didn't happen to me first right now. Well, in the past four years, I really uh, lost what I had. I can I can see daylight and dark, and if a light's on, but I still mow I still mow mow my own grass with a power mower. 
And you're not afraid of getting hurt? No, no, no. You, you, you learn to work around the equipment. You, you learn the safety. In other words, if you're going to do something, you make sure you shut it off. You don't leave it run where you're working with it. We learned that back when I was a kid. We worked on the hay baler and the combine and stuff. When when you when you had to do some repair on the on the baler, you shut the engine off. You didn't just let the engine run and disengage it. You shut the engine off. That way you didn't have to worry about that kind of stuff. And even on the tractors, if you were working around the tractors, you shut the tractor off when you had to get off and do something. You didn't just sit there and let it run, you know, unless you were sit unless you were sitting on it where you had control of the brake. What, like what about our other topic, Bill? Uh, about uh, do you prefer being with blind people? Do you prefer being with sighted people? What, uh, what is, to what? me, it doesn't make any difference. I, I got all kinds. I've got when I was in school, of course, most of the kids are blind. I hung around with them, but I had friends. I got good friends yet that I grew up with. I mean, they they don't even consider me blind. I'm just I'm just there. I mean, it's just we just we do all kinds of stuff. You know, we we uh, have no problem. And if I go somewhere, I have no trouble um, mixing with people. I mean, I can I can be in a crowd and converse with anybody. It doesn't make me a difference. All right. Very good. Real, look Very good. Bill, yeah. I, I don't want to cut you off. Uh, That's okay. Go but ahead. We have, other, we have other people ahead of you that have to go on as well. Thank, thank you very much, Bill. Thanks. Oh, right. Let's go to the next caller who is uh, trying to see. There we go. Uh, Jerry out in uh, Indiana, Pennsylvania. I'm going to ask you to unmute. Jerry in Indiana, Pennsylvania. Go ahead. Go ahead. You're unmuted. Go ahead, Jerry. He'll, he'll be there. Okay. I am. Uh, okay, I'm going to try to do the two topics at once here. I haven't decided about <clears throat> the COVID shot yet. Uh, I'll have to think about that because I'm, you know, doing enough medical stuff now with, um, um, you know, um, I'm checking my blood and stuff, make sure I'm okay from my esophageal cancer surgery uh, of two years ago. And for the second topic, I, I try to get along with everybody. And, uh, uh, you know, sighted folks, Judy and I have a wonderful church. Uh, uh, have really stepped up to the plate and are really at ease doing stuff with, with us and, and stuff like that. And uh, most of the people I deal with that are blind are on these voicemail systems like, uh, you know, Fillmore and uh, my telephase and all that because, like, a lot of the friends I had at school, like uh, we, we, you guys have said, have passed on and stuff. So <clears throat> there you go. And uh, it's a uh, 63 degrees here, going up 83 today. So I got with everything I want to cover. Thank you, Jerry. Hey. All right. Next is going to be Connie Money, and out in Kalamazoo, Michigan. I've just asked her to unmute. Go blue. Go Connie. Good go morning, ahead, Connie. Go Good. ahead. Go ahead. We hear you. How are you doing? Great. How are you? Good. Go ahead, Connie. Well, um, I was raised, I mean, I didn't go to a blind school, so I had, you know, a lot of sighted friends. I um, do have a couple of close blind, well, about four, four um, blind friends that, that I talk to. Um, my thing is, I feel, I feel um, overwhelmed when there's more than one person i don't know why that is but i i do and i and i don't feel you know it's like when do you jump into a conversation 
But anyway, so that's that's the answer to that question. And um, I, I think I can say um, I agree with Julie in that um, I feel like sometimes people think that, you know, because you're blind, you don't you don't know what you're doing or you don't you um maybe they're they're smarter than you are because you're blind but that's that's i don't know that's my thing um as far as being taken advantage of i really can't remember a situation where anyone took advantage of me so unfortunate there that's good. Would you would you be like Gail, or would you have taken the COVID shot, or would you forgo it, not wanting the government to tell you what to do? Oh no, I, I'm you know I'll take the COVID shot. I mean, since I lost Dennis, I'm I'm going to take COVID shot, and um, I'm doing some volunteer work where. They ask you to take the COVID shot just so that you don't, you know, you don't get sick and pass it on. I'll take the COVID shot and I take the flu shot. Well, even even if you didn't believe in it for yourself, maybe if you were working with other people and out and about, wouldn't you think of other people? I, I mean, would, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's that's just the courteous thing to do. You know, thinking about the other people that are involved in your life. I mean, just because you might believe or think one other way, what's the point of not thinking about other people? That's right. I mean, to not, I mean, unless, in my opinion, unless you have a situation where you can't take it, like maybe you're allergic to whatever is in the shot. Right. I mean, that's just... Not taking it as being selfish, in my opinion. I mean, that's just my opinion. Right. So. All right, Connie. That would thank be you. good. And Connie, You're thank welcome. you. Great comments. All right. We're going to have uh, Nancy Murray is going to be up next. And when All she gets right. I've got to be on good behavior now. That's right. <laughs> if Nancy's coming in, I've got to be good. Okay, Nancy. I, I don't know if you're on your computer, but if you're on your computer, just type the the all hold the all key down and type the letter A, and that should unmute you, Nancy. We'll give her just a moment I'll here. Give her one more, little, just a little I had more. to do. I had to go to God at first. Oh, okay. Go yeah, that got to get you every oh, time. Oh, I know why, because I'm recording the meeting, and that's why <laughs> yeah. I put that on the screen. Yeah, okay, right. go ahead, Nancy. Well, first of all, I'm vaccinated, and I'm going tomorrow to get my flu shot and my updated. Uh, COVID. A good lady. It's it's not going to have, it's not going to be, they weren't all the same brand uh, because I started with the Johnson & Johnson and then when they came out with the issue with blood clots, I, they took it off the market so I had to switch and I ha I got the booster in the uh, uh, yeah, whatever. I can't remember what the names of them are, but anyway. Visor's they didn't the have a uh, visor. Yeah, I got the visor first and the booster, and now they, the where I'm going tomorrow, they don't have any of that right now, so I got to do the Moderna, but they said it doesn't make any difference. So so why do you take your shots? I took them because 
I didn't want to get the disease, and so far right. I haven't had it. I did not want to get that nasty disease. No. And I don't, you know, I don't, I'd rather be immune to against it so that I don't, you know, if I, if I'm, I have a high um, immunity system, so I, I very seldom get sick as it is, but I decided, you know, that this is something I wanted to do. I, I don't want, didn't want to be unprotected where I would get sick and then pass it on to somebody else. Good, good thinking. So, yeah. Did you have any uh, effects when you None. when you got your? Nope. No. Uh, now, see, I did. I mean, it wasn't bad. The only thing it really did was uh, it made me very, very, very sleepy. I was talking. Well, this was before she was my wife. I was talking to her on the phone, and all of a sudden, and this was the day I got the you know the J and J, and. I said, oh, I got to go. And she goes, what's the matter? Do you feel sick? I said, no, I'm just, all of a sudden, I, I have never been so tired. So I barely remember hanging up the phone and going and going to bed. And I didn't get up. And that was like about midnight. And I didn't get up till about 12 noon the next day. Oh, jeez, no, I didn't. That was really. I, you know, I might have had a sore yeah. arm or I might have felt tired, but that was about it. I really never had anything and where do you kept get me from your, doing my you, daily activities. Now, just curious, where do you get your vaccinations, Nancy? Well, I've been to uh, more than one place. Right now, tomorrow, I'm going over to uh, uh, the CVS over on Sand Creek. Oh, well, you can throw a rock from. I can almost throw a rock from there to my house, Nancy. So, <laughs> um, but I had to. Somebody helped me fill the form out on their phone. They have the CVS app, and so they filled it out because you needed your you needed your uh, various medical card numbers. You know, so you, so that's so it's all done. I go there tomorrow. She's gonna, my friend's even gonna take me. There so you I don't go. have to wait around forever. So. <laughs> now, as far as sighted, being around with sighted or blind, I'm I, I, I'm good with both, especially if I know the people. Now, if I'm in a situation where I'm in a going somewhere and I'm with a pe- bunch of people I've never been around before, uh, like if you're going to a conference of some kind, a lot of times I'll just sit and listen to the conversation i love doing that anyway uh just to see and then you know if i if i join if i want to join in the conversation i will if i don't i don't um but i'm not uncomfortable with that it's just something i do and i've always done it by the way Nancy, the other I'm, thing is oh good i'm sorry go ahead the other thing is somebody was talking about partially sighted you know versus not partially uh, totally blind and i think part of the problem with partially sighted that the people who are partially sighted don't understand when somebody's visually impaired or totally blind or almost totally blind, you know, maybe they only have light perception. They don't think about, well, if I leave a door open halfway, they're going to, you know, they're not going to run into it. That's, that's, you know, or if I leave a chair away from the table, you know, they don't think about putting the, you know, closing that door or opening it up, opening it up all the way, pushing that chair underneath the table, that kind of thing. You know, Nancy, um, I've seen blind or, people do or the they'll same leave, thing. Or they'll leave obstacles in the middle of the floor. You know, and and you know, but yeah, that's true. But I guess yeah, I, I have try to at work. not do that stuff. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, Mike. Work, Nancy. I've had at least three different people. I had to say, look, the door has to be all the way open or all the way closed. And yeah, they don't get it. They don't realize what somebody that's partially sighted what they can't see or what they can see. 
Yeah. But it's just safety for anyone. Anyone could be in a hurry. It's just a safety issue to have that door all the way open. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look at look what happened to me at Amtrak, and it had nothing to do with my blindness. The guy spilled right. his iced tea all over the floor, and I slipped on the iced tea because it went under, uh, all over the floor under my bench where I was sitting, and I and I and I I fell and hit my leg against the the, the hard what's up? It's a metal bench with that coating on it, that plastic type coating, and my leg is still bruised and, and healing from it. But it's you know, it's, there's nothing I can do about it. It's got to heal. And as you get older, it takes longer to heal. And yeah. uh, so, but I will tell you that I've seen people in restaurants really treat us badly as waiters and waitresses. But for the last few uh, months, God, JR and I go out to dinner a lot, and uh, and I've uh, we get we get the royal service where we where we go and the kind of staff at, at the Outback and Texas Roadhouse and some of the places we've gone to have been as nice as could be. And I will tell you, I. I they want that tip. Well, that's trying yeah. to do too as well. And Nancy, well, by the way, I, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a little hungry, so I thought maybe you could make me lunch and dinner tonight. I also think that uh, if <laughs> you look back, if you look back at the way it was in the say in the 70s, 1970s, compared to what it is now, and that's a big time span. Span, but it's different now. People way back when they did not understand blind people at all, and I remember going out one day. And I was with a sighted person, and I think there was two other, one other blind person. I think her husband, who was blind, and, and they invited me to go to lunch with him or something. So the waitress comes up to the table and says, well, what would she like? And my sighted friend said, well, why don't you ask her? So, oh, that used to oh, happen I get a that lot. today. I was with my daughter last year. Brenna was with me, and she said, to, and she said, I said, and the waitress said to Brenna, well, what, he, what will he like? And Brenna said, I don't know. How, how the blank, if she used the F word, how the blank do I know what he's going to like and not like? Ask him. He's the one. He, I can't read his mind. And I said, Brenna, that's a little, that's a little, that's a little bit forceful there. But I, did, I didn't get upset with her. So, Yeah, it's, and, you know, uh, it, it's the same thing. Like, I have a guide dog, and I know other people have guide dogs. Not that this is part of the subject, but there's a lot of people that don't understand what those dogs do and, you know, what they're for. They think uh, a lot of people think they're for, oh, well, if you're out in a dangerous situation and somebody's going to threaten you, is that dog going to protect you? And I answer them by saying, I wouldn't want to stake my life on it because they're not trained for that. Well, how many people, we were we were on the Amtrak train, and how many people came over to you on the train and said, can I pet your dog, right? Oh, that too, that too. And even if you had a sign, there are signs that you can buy to put on the harness that says, don't pet me, but people don't read. So I never, I, I, I've never wasted my money with those. <laughs> I mean, I was always taught that if a dog, you know, of course I went to a blind school, but nobody had dogs when I was in school. But the one thing that I always, you know, that I learned is that if a dog has, um, oh, not, you know, the harness too, but there's also like a, almost like a bandana type thing that they wear and, you know, to show that it could be a service dog. And if it has that, don't even ask to pet it. Well, that's, well, that's you. I, I have no problem people asking me because I can always say no. Uh, I usually say no. Uh, that it's a working animal. And if you pet him, or uh, he might see you somewhere else and say, oh, I've smelled that person before. They're going to pet me. And you could be a distraction to us. So, But at least you were nice about it. Oh, All right, yeah. I, there's no sense in being nasty. No. And I'm going to stop so that other people can get in here. Thank right, you, thank Nancy. You, Nancy. Yeah. All right. And Chris, Devin, you're next. Hello. You're here. Go ahead. I am. Okay. Well, first of all, I'm on vacation because I took vacation for baseball. Not that the games don't start till 3 o'clock and I'm done working usually at 1, but I just figured I would take the vacation time and uh, and just relax. And well, you so need I it. Need to, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, and uh, first of all, I want to congratulate Tim. The Twins actually won a baseball game in the postseason for the first time since 2002, and you know, after losing 18 in a row, and uh, good for them. I think they're going to knock Toronto out, but I'm afraid they're probably not going to get past Houston. And uh, I think it's going to be Houston and the Braves. We didn't get to it yesterday. Everything was so crazy. But I think the teams that are going to go to the World Series from this group are Houston and the Braves. I think we're going to have a rematch of 2021. So that's just my thought on it. Well, I can tell you the people in the, 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 the people who own those New York City TV stations aren't going to be happy about that because they, they're not going to get the great ratings like it would be if it was the Yankees or the Mets, but uh, that's the way it no, is. No, that's right. That's right. The other thing is I'm, I'm looking forward to the show on Friday, uh, the uh, the oldie show. I'm, I'm going to try to participate in that. And uh, we got some people here that uh, hopefully we're listening up, like Jerry and Charles and uh, you know, and Joe and and Alan that uh, can certainly come up with some requests for us, and I'm sure we'll we'll have a good uh, a good time with it, and that'll be good. I hope and, we uh, did better. We did yesterday, Chris. Yeah, uh, yeah well, <laughs> these things happen. It's, it's, hey, but you, know, you guys it's, held through under some very bad circumstances yesterday, and yeah, we just held it together. Keep on keeping on is what you got to do, you know. And, and uh, that's what we did. But about nine thirty last night, we had it fixed. So. Good. And well, we we, uh, we could have stayed on until 9.30, but I think we'd run out of stuff to say, so that's all right. We're, not you. Not you, Chris. You wouldn't have <laughs> run out of things to say. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so the, the thing is, uh, as far as, you know, uh, blind and sighted, I went to public school, so I'm comfortable with sighted people. But the same thing, I, I hear it from other people, and they'll go to, let's say, a church now. J- Judy and Jerry have a unique situation. I think that's great. But so many people will have gone to churches, let's say, and they, somebody, it's coffee time, and they get them their coffee, and they get them their little cookies or whatever they get them. And then and there's maybe two or three blind people, and they leave them, and they go off and talk to other people. And they don't get it. And these were people who went to blind schools that weren't used to the way it is. I said, that's how it is. I said, sighted people want to do their own thing, and they feel more comfortable. Uh, I have always maintained that about a third of sighted people will not even bother with you for any reason. I just, we don't even know about them because they don't even talk talk to us. They don't do anything. Others will be uh, kind and helpful. And well, we got them there some food and we got them uh, the coffee and then they're, they're gone. But I don't, you know, resent sighted people. I just tend to have more blind friends both on the phone and, and you know, in, in reality and, you know, people that I see. But it's just the way the way it is. And Kathy's sort of the same way. And, and she went to a school for the blind and I went to public school. It, it just uh, is the, the way that we, we it happens to be, which is fine. They're, they're people, you know, I don't worry about whether they're sighted or not. If I'm comfortable, I'm comfortable, you know, and we have a wonderful volunteer and we have a wonderful cleaner and I'm very comfortable with them, but uh, you know, that's a different relationship. That's not exactly friends. They're, here's, they're doing well, here's the other part of the problem, Chris, and I found this at one time is that if you ask a sighted person to help you out with something, they will, they'll do that, but then they'll, they'll never, they won't want to help you out again if you ever ask them again, because they figure if I, if I have to do it once, I'm going to be bound to do it every time, and that happens a lot more than you, than you know. Well, the good thing about here is we are in a situation where we can get um, we can get the ride, you know, our paratransit, we can get a cab, we can get the subway if we, you know, really want to and so forth and so on. And so we don't need in other places, and we didn't get into this topic, and it's really a different topic, but there are people that are out in the middle of nowhere, and they have to have sighted help to get anywhere, to do anything, to go anywhere, because they can't. There's no paratransit, or there's not enough of it, or it, it only happens, it won't happen on the weekend. And so they are they are stuck 
and you know they, they don't have other ways to do things and they have to have a sighted network and whether those sighted people are nice to them or feel sorry for them or treat them uh, you know uh, like uh, like they're inferior to them or whatever they have to deal with it because we, we have the choice of not having to deal with it you know and, and we're, we're lucky that way and for example where Nancy and I live we do have transportation and right and we have different forms I mean we have uber we have Lyft we have CDTA regular bus service we have that flex service on the band although they're having problems with that but but uh, th there are more means of transportation where I live now than where I lived before so uh, again and you're right about that and especially you know if you live in uh, in a city like I don't know I'm, I'm just thinking any city let's say you lived in Seneca Falls and you'll be lucky if you had a bus system that works all the time you know so yeah. again these are these are definitely and I always tell blind people if they can if at all possible you need to find a place that has transportation because without it, you're going to be you're going to be in trouble. And, and, yeah. and, and Unless they're like trouble. Judy and Jerry, who created the, you know they created their their system. They created because of their church and the people in their church who are loyal to them and help them. They created their their system, and so they're good. You know, when they need to go somewhere, they can they can figure out a way to get there, and that's great because. But that's that that's the ideal. But so many people can't because right. it's just, uh, not not hooked up like that. Like and it's are. few and far between like like my sister said what about the volunteer networks in albany i don't i don't see anything like that around here i really i just don't i've been here for 40 years so i mean again it, it, it it's a, a lot of times it's who you get to know a, a lot of times and it's a lot of times you know how you deal with people and how you you know do a lot of things i mean i it's a it's a very interesting situation i totally agree with you chris chris i'm gonna i'm gonna say thank you because we do have about four or five four people behind you wanting to talk as well, well i was gonna ask really quick i don't know if bill wanted to take a commercial break because it's 10:22. Well, I can wait a little bit during the hour. I can get it in before our our thing, Ed. So we can do it. if we do it more okay. to the bottom of the hour, that'd be fine. Yeah, no, 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 no. That's fine, Ed. And thank you for being so observant. And uh, Chris, that'll be another topic for another day. What churches do or don't do for blind people, Jerry and. Jerry and Judy are in a very unique situation. Most don't really do what, you know, their church has done for them. So, and that's a real bonus. Okay, Jeff, what do we got next? Uh, 818, I think, if I'm not mistaken, that's, that's Don, Don out in North Hollywood, if I'm not Don mistaken. Don and Sandy. Don. They're not mistaken there, sir. Uh, yeah, you got uh, Don and Sandy here, yeah. and uh, we've got a few topics here. There's, there's one main one I kind of want to get to, but before we get to that, number one, you know, it, she and I have a consensus that we, you know, we we can talk to just about anybody, sighted, blind, whatever. And you know, Sandy and she's finding out she kind of has to talk up around as uh, she's in a nursing home at the moment. And sometimes there's things on the menu, and the only reason that we know about it is because I can see well enough to read the menu. Yeah, yeah you know, she's, uh, she has that problem, but we don't have any problem with talking to people and stuff. And some of those people don't know anything about blindness or that nursing home. They really don't, and I think it's kind of an education to them. Uh, so having said that real quickly, I want to... Uh, uh, sorry, Sandy, uh, but I, I really want to get quickly to this uh, subject about uh, COVID. Uh, we've we've been getting the shots, right, Sandy? Uh, yeah. Whenever possible, and I've had about five shots of it. And she almost died of it, like of her second year. Uh, she almost died of it. 
And if I hadn't been, uh, if I hadn't had a cell phone and was able to call the manager of the facility, she probably would have died from it. Uh, I had a little bit of COVID earlier in the year. Uh, I think I got it from being over at Carl's Jr. across the street. I think somehow I got got it from somebody there. But it was, you know, I'd had enough shots and stuff that it really didn't bother me that much. Uh, no, I thought I had cold. <laughs> I had it really bad. I was on oxygen for 10 days. Yeah, oh gosh, yeah. yeah. Hey, Don, what are you going to do if Kaiser Permanente goes on strike? Well, they, they, I think they did go on strike. Uh, uh, I was thinking about that, too, because of the flu shots. Um, I can probably hang, you know, <laughs> I mean, I think I can kind of wait and get the flu shot maybe a little bit later when they sort things out. So, but uh, we usually get our COVID shots here in the building. I usually do. Uh, I, I have a, I'm in a Section 8 building here, so I'm able to, uh, they offer those COVID shots fairly uh you know, uh, fairly often, and so I always try and get one if there is. Uh, now, in the case of when I had the the COVID earlier this year, I didn't go to the hospital or anything like that. Uh, I have a friend who, you know, I I did have the uh, the things that can tell you whether you have COVID or not. I did have some of those available, and I I tested out, and I tested with it. And so I told my buddy Greg, I says, you know, hey, you know, I got this. And he says, oh, well, I can get you some, uh, you know, I can advise you uh, on uh, different uh, vitamins and stuff uh, that will soon get rid of that. And he was right. I, I took I took it. It was kind of like $100 stuff to get all that stuff. But uh, it worked. And I was a week later, I was clear of it. So, you know, the the fact that, you know, you have to go to the hospital and all of this, and, and, and I did, you know, I didn't go out and, and run around with that. I, I stayed here whilst I had that. Uh, so, you know, we did okay with the COVID, or have so far, anyway. With uh, the thing about, I didn't like relatives, I've been ignored by my, my family, it's like, well, not well, folks, but your brother and his... Yeah, they just go off and do their own thing. Yeah, which is just as well, I guess. <laughs> now, I there's a, a subject I want to get to real quick, like here. A subject I've had personal problems with about uh, dealing with sighted people, and in some cases blind people, or partials anyway. And that is that uh, we got a, a guy that at the Braille Institute, and he's yeah. been in trouble a little bit. So he may have been trying to bully me. But, you know, I was talking to a mutual friend of mine one day about a class, and he was teaching the class, and it was in, you know, rock history, you know, music history. And so we were talking there at the table, and this guy walks up and starts talking and everything. And I assumed that I was part of the conversation. But he let me know at one point in no uncertain terms that I was getting in. Now, you know, it's bad enough when sighted people pull that. You know, they probably don't know, but this guy should have known that, you know, uh, blind, uh, there at the Braille Institute where we were at the time, this guy, I think he thought he was, you know, acting like he was out in the barrio or the street. But in a place like the Braille Institute, you know, you give some guys a little more leeway than you would out on the street, I would think. Now, I was just wondering what your kind of experiences were with that kind of situation, because uh, this one incident was not the first time I've had problems with that. I can't say I've ever had that kind of a problem. 
I can't say, or if I did, somebody would say, excuse me, you know, and they would say it politely. You know, I was talking to my friend here or whatever, and then I move on. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, or no, some people will just ignore you, and they'll continue on with the conversation, or they'll listen to your input, you know, so you just never know. Yeah, you know, it's really hard to tell, especially if you can't see their faces. Right. Because you know, sometimes their eyes will tell you, or, you know, their expression will tell you, you know, what what to do. <laughs> but, you know, if you're blind, or, you know, part, you know, I'm pretty heavily partially sighted, so I don't see that. And, mm-hmm. you know, this guy, like I say, he's been in trouble before for bullying, so uh, you never... Well, I just ignore him. Yeah, I think that's probably the right answer, but... I just thought I'd check that by you guys and see what you said about it. He was kicked out of jail once. Well, thank you, Don. We have a few more people we want to get to, and I think, Bill, do you want to do your break first, and we'll get to the rest of the people? Uh, No, let's go ahead. My computer's stuck, so I can't get to the break. Thank you, Don. I can't get to the break just this second. So go ahead, Jeff. Okay. Let me get to the person here. Oh, uh, six five one. Uh, you, and That's I know you know the lady die. Yeah, right, we'll get to lady die. Go ahead, uh, abuse yourself, please. She's on a name, uh, lady A, so it might be a little difficult. <sighs> I never used the lady A skill for uh, Zoom. All right, Lady Di, try it one more time. Uh, tell, ask um, uh, your voice system to unmute your audio. I think that may have be how you have to do it on, on that device. Well, well let's, I'll tell you what. So let's go to David Meyer, and we'll ask David Meyer to unmute. Yeah, we'll let Dave come in. And then, we'll, then if Diane can come back in, we'll get to Diane as well. David Meyer, can you unmute yourself, please? And if you got that command on your computer, just hit Alt-A. Alt-A will do it. And my computer is... Don't kill it yet. (laughs) Well, I at least got it to go there. Maybe I can get it. Well, I I don't know why he's not getting the Astro mute signal, but uh, David, if you're on your phone, the mute button is, I believe, in the bottom left... Or of the of the screen on the iPhone, I'm not sure what you're using, but if you're on the computer, use your Alt key and type the letter A. Alt A will unmute you. All right, well we're caught up with all the people, Bill. Oh, there I'm going. Jeff, have you ever or anybody has anybody ever had anybody? Uh, my dad was really bad at this, and I guess the best way to explain it was is one day we were over at a grocery store, and I was I went off on my own and I was getting my groceries, and my dad came up and he goes, "Hey, I ran into somebody you know," and I said, "Really?" and he goes, "Yeah, his, his name is Dan." I said, "Oh, I don't know a Dan." He goes, "Well, he's blind." I said, Dad, just uh, because... Uh, 
Uh, let me find out who that is. That must be Joe and Ellen. I, yeah. I finally... I'm sorry, Joe. Oh, that's, oh no, that's, that's, okay, uh, well, uh, please stop your speech if you can. Go ahead, Dave. It's, it's Dave Myers. Go ahead, Dave. Just, oh, okay, I'm trying to stop my speech. I had to. I got. I got into the uh, mute a little bit. I mean, I got into the meeting a little bit late, so I had to tab over until I got into a got it button, and now I was able to unmute at that point. Uh, as far as the COVID vaccines, uh, I've had four of them. I'm actually getting another one on Saturday. I've always gone through Walgreens to get them. Um, I only had a problem once. And it was very short-lived, but a bit scary. Um, my heart actually raced for several minutes. And then I eventually did get to sleep. But when I woke up the next morning, um, I was a bit on the dizzy side, so I elected not to go to a funeral that I was planning to attend. But that's the only real effects that I've had from vaccinations so far. Um, I got them. Um because, well, you probably remember that my wife had cancer uh, for quite some time, and her immune system was definitely compromised, and that motivated me not only to um, be sure to get the vaccinations, but I also isolated pretty much over a three-year period because I was afraid I might bring something back that might cause some very serious problems. And so that did have a bit of an impairment to my social life. But if I had to do it all over again, I would certainly do exactly the same thing. Uh, very well, very well said, uh, David. How are things going? I know that your wife's been dead for a while, but how are things going for you now? Well, thank you for asking, Jeff. Um, they're actually going pretty well. Um, yeah, you, you still have your moments, probably always will, but um, I've been very, very fortunate to have a great support system. Uh, you guys, uh, NFB, ICB here in Illinois has reached out to be supportive. Um, my church has been supportive. I come from two supporting families, and if I didn't have all of that, I'm not sure where I would be today, but I, I'm very, very fortunate in that respect. That's a wonderful thing. And we're cheering you on every step of the way. If there's anything we can do, you need to talk. Uh, always welcome here on the coffee club or the legend. And Dave, I'm also thankful that you that you feel that we at the legend or we in the coffee club are a good support tool for you. I never, I didn't know that we were. I didn't think we were, but I'm glad that you feel that way. Thank you. Well, you're most welcome. I actually... Um, I actually had, you probably remember, not so much from the coffee club, but you, Bill, you probably remember Gina A. from the uh, Lunch Bunch. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. She is on a baseball form that I still do for System Access. And when my wife was hospitalized and in pretty bad shape in December, um, she actually reached out. Um, we had done some communicating just about baseball matters, but she genuinely wanted to know how things were for me, how things were for my wife, um, and um, that she had she had heard from uh, somebody uh, who was on the legend about the problems that my wife was having. Um, but you know, it was one of those things where um, when when she was in the hospital. Um, 
I put out notices to um, our NFP listserv here in Illinois and got several very nice messages back. So I would print them and bring them into the hospital, either for her to read if she could or if she couldn't for somebody else to read for her. And um, <clears throat> um, I had to tell her about Gina. She didn't know about Gina. Um, said, I've, I've, I've talked to this lady a few times about baseball matters, but she reached out and asked how you were. And she was fine with that, but it's just—it's been that kind of—it's been that kind of thing all the way along here, and um, very, very fortunate. Well, Gina is a very sweet lady. She—I've known Gina for a while now, so she's a very, 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 very nice lady. Yeah, Gina, she really is. Um, in terms of some of the, in terms of the other sorts of things, uh, the other sort, uh, the other topics. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt, I feel I think equally comfortable with both strains, both blind and sighted. Um, I sometimes feel like I have a little bit more in common when I'm conversing with blind people, uh, especially if we start talking about the internet, their inaccessibility, or that kind of thing. Um, and uh, um, there's. Uh, and sometimes it merits a little bit of explanation for for somebody who is sighted, who is sometimes downright curious. Other times you just want to bring them maybe into the conversation. But um, other than, say, blindness specific sort of topics, I'm equally comfortable with, with either population. Um, in terms of... Uh, whether how how others treated us or how others see us, um, I had always thought for a long I had thought for a long time that I don't know a nice way to put this. So I guess I, the only way I can be is direct. Um, up until probably it probably took well, uh, Teresa's passing for this to resurrect itself, but. Um, I always thought that, at least within my family situation, though I was the one person to move a considerable distance from the um, homestead, I was the one person that had a college degree. Um, I probably had more in the way of experience throughout the U.S. um, doing advocacy and perhaps political stuff through NFB's Washington seminar. But with all of that said, I always felt like I was perceived as being the least among the four of us. Um, Now that I think has changed. um, And I think what's changed it is I've had uh, my sister in particular has seen firsthand some of the, some of the difficulties that I've had for example, accessing sites that she had no problems accessing when we were trying to set up things after Teresa passed away. And then she got curious and, and was asking me about asking me about other kinds of things that was going on um, and where we had where we have difficulties that are sort of blind specific. And at this point I feel like I can talk to my family about it and They'll listen to me without necessarily accusing me of being hostile. Well, that's very good. 
Very good. I'm glad you shared that with us, Dave. And Jeff, we are going to have to take a break for just a moment. Okay, Bill. And I'm Let's gonna, do that. Uh, Thanks, Dave, for sharing with us. I'm going to play these commercials real quick so, and the recipe, and then we can come back and finish up. Do that real quick. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. This is a recipe for pigs in a blanket with maple syrup. One no. eight-ounce can of crescent rolls, eight sausage links, this recipe is for uncooked sausage links. Two tablespoons of maple syrup plus more for serving. One egg. One teaspoon of poppy seeds, which is optional. Preheat oven to 375 degrees. Cook your sausages according to package directions and set aside. Now, if you chose to use cooked sausages, you could skip that step. Open the crescent rolls and separate into eight triangles. Brush each triangle with maple syrup. And if you don't use it all, don't worry about it. Um, but you should use most of it. Place one sausage on the wide end of your crescent. <clears throat> Roll the sausage up in the roll and place on ungreased baking sheet. In a small bowl, lightly deep, lightly beat the egg with just a splash of water, which may be like a teaspoon or two. Brush the tops of each crescent roll with the egg wash. And if you here again, if you don't use all the egg wash, that's fine. Uh, you just need to cover the tops of the rolls. It, it'll just make them look pretty. Sprinkle with the poppy seeds if you want to. Bake until golden brown, which is about 10 minutes, and serve with more maple syrup for dipping. And that is the recipe for pigs in a blanket with maple syrup. Well, there we go. There is your recipe. I'm hungry already. You're hungry already. I don't That's remember right. the last time I had pigs in the blanket. I do I not remember. Those um, already made up, of course, but uh, they're in the with the uh, oh, what do you call it? The appetizer section. And Chuan used to sell them. You could buy them with Chuan, and and you would just you know bake them in the oven, put them on a cookie sheet, or bake them, in, or or nuke them in the microwave. But I remember those from Chuan's as well. They came out well, of stick. Remember those? Here's a question. Do you remember the ones they used to make them? Um, they just it was the dough, just the dough, but the dough was different flavors. They had like pizza flavor and uh, you know cheddar cheese. They had different flavors, and you could just roll your hot dogs up in it and bake them in the oven. They don't make those anymore, but I sure wish they did. I remember those. Yeah, I do. Hey, before we get carried away too much here, Mike, if you're still here. Do you have anything new in tech to tell us that you've observed over the past few weeks? Is Mike, Mike I know he's here, but he's probably doing some work in the background. But if you're there, Mike, can, uh, can you, uh, do, are you still listening? Well, I guess we'll never know. I guess <laughs> we'll never know. Ed, how big are those protein shakes you got at, where'd you get them at, Kroger's? Yeah, um, they're... I think they're about 12 to 14 ounce bottles. They're already, and they're in the refrigerator section. But the reason I use those is because 
I'm lactose intolerant, and these are plant-based, but they are the best tasting shakes I've ever had. I mean, they really have flavor, which, and they have 30 grams of protein or something like that, which is pretty good for a protein shake. Oh, and they, uh, so you just heat them up, or not heat them up, but freeze them, or how do yeah, you? you just put them in the, you, um, when you buy them, they're already in the refrigerated section, and then you just put them in the refrigerator when you get home, and uh, they have a long shelf life, too, because if you buy non-dairy stuff, um, like lactose milk or anything like that, it always has a much longer shelf life than what uh, you know, regular milk would. Good to know. What, what so. flavors do you do you like? Um, actually, I um, I bought a new flavor which I haven't tried yet. Actually, I bought two new flavors. One is chocolate Dutch chocolate banana, <laughs> and the other one is uh, creamy chocolate and peanut butter. I haven't tried those two, but my favorite was the vanilla blueberry. Then they had vanilla cinnamon and banana honey. And who makes these? Um, you know what? Uh, they're down in the refrigerator, and I have. Um, I will look at them and uh, get the name of it, and then next week I'll tell you. Okay. Because my wife might be listening downstairs on Lady A, and if she is, might get a little feedback or echoey or something. So no I'll, problem, I'll Ed. Yeah, I'll look, and then I'll tell you next week. But they really are delicious. You know, so if you're interested in protein shakes, I would recommend them. Well, they're good for lunch or whatever. Maybe you don't want to eat a whole big thing or sandwiches or maybe you just want something. Let's see if Mike came back. I guess he didn't. Mike, you back here yet? No, we do have one final hand raise from Bill. If you can keep it brief, we only have a little bit of time left, so I'll ask him. To and quickly. I mean brief. Go ahead, Bill. Okay, real quick. Mm. You always say that. It's 20 minutes. Uh, Yeah. No, no. I just heard this morning that Amazon is recalling a lot of their their, uh, air fryers that catch fire. So I thought I knew you guys use air fryers. You might want to check which ones they are. They're saying there's certain ones that don't use them anymore. Oh. I would say that they're probably the Amazon basics. I don't Uh, know. They they uh, just said Amazon is recalling back. Their air fryers because they've had several. I've never fryers, used so. an Amazon air fryer. Okay, well, I, just, I, I know they just yeah. said Amazon, so I thought. Yeah. It wasn't on the subject. I thought, well, I'll, I'll try to get in tell you at the end. I have to think of it before I call and tell you. Well, next week is the big Amazon Prime Day, too. Uh, no, about two days of not Two days of it, uh, Ed, yeah. next week. Right. I think it's October, was it 9th and 10th? I don't remember what it was. Uh, 10th, 10th and 11th. 10th and 11th, okay. Yeah. But I never buy. I never buy anything there because anything I want that, that, that they would have to sell is never is never on sale for that Prime Day. But they're uh, and also keep shopping at Amazon. I keep looking. If you look at a, a thing that you like, uh, every time they they, they they that price changes constantly. It's not static. So. Well, I'm getting ready to update my Wi-Fi system here in the house. Uh, I'm going to do a mesh Wi-Fi, and that way it'll be available. You know, full strength throughout the whole house. Well, I would recommend those Eero E E R O. The one that's the one I'm getting. <laughs> yeah, they're easy to put those things on. We've got them down in Florida, and they work pretty well. I need an extra one for outside. You know, for the grill, uh, the Wi-Fi grill, and that really fit in. And you can put them in various parts of the house, but they 
they do real well and they go through brick walls and they're easy to configure and to set up. And yeah, I, I noticed my um, smart light that I just installed on my deck uh, a couple weeks ago that the Wi-Fi signal doesn't reach there. And, and then so um, I started teching and I found Eero. Well, then I called Spectrum and I'm, you know, we're paying to use their, you know, Wi-Fi, the router. And, you know, and I told my wife, I said, this may be, a, you know, kind of a big purchase or, you know, a bigger purchase, but it's going to pay for itself. It'll, you know, cause instead of giving Spectrum money to use their router, I'll get the Eero and then we won't have to. Pay They're that. on and sale next week, so take advantage of that. I, that's when I plan on getting them. This next yeah, week. they're on sale next week. Yeah. Do we have anybody else, Jeff, with a raised hand? Nope. We're all so we lost we're out on. We're all caught up. It was a busy. It was a busy day today. Yeah, I'm glad you said that because I mean, I that's the one I was looking at, and that's yeah. the one I was looking yeah. for. And even Spectrum said, "Well, if you're going to use one, use that." But you know, but with ours, you know, we'll help you with tech support. It's like I don't need your help with tech support. Tech support's not going to fix that problem. Uh, no. Those routers are good for about four or five feet, and they just don't work so well. And uh, you can, you know, the only bad thing about it is they use a modem and a router, and so you have to get. Keep your spectrum modem, I yeah, think. Yeah, the modem modem you don't pay for. Right, it's the router you paid for. Yeah. So. And the nice thing about them too is they have two um, Cat Five cable jacks in the back, so uh, like upstairs, I can put one upstairs, and I can actually hardwire my PlayStation Five back into it. Yeah, they're pretty good. They, I use them down in Florida all the time. I need one for here, actually, because this Comcast nonsense is not so good. Yeah, so, Jenny, I mean, did you did you go away, Jenny? I know she's muted. Uh, How is she? Maybe I know. Maybe she's not feeling too well. Yeah, could be. Could be. Or maybe she's making Bill some of those maple sausage. I'll ask it on mute and see if she wants to say anything. Uh. I yeah, will I'm tell back. you. Oh, I, I was my phone was ringing earlier, so I muted myself, and I forgot I wouldn't be able to get back. I know it's probably your mom calling you. It was. She has no. Never mind, Bill. You better be no, careful. No, she has no concept of time or memory. Yeah, you know. She forgets about the coffee club. She. She's. Whoa. Anybody forget about the coffee <laughs> club? Uh, yeah. Oh, Jenny, Jenny, uh, Jenny, you better Tim, take some more cough medicine. Just uh, to <laughs> let you know, I will be on this afternoon testing after your show, so we got to get that one problem fixed, and uh, the sound card should be in in a day or so. So I, w- I was going to mention, as far as me. With uh, being in a situation with sighted people, uh, I better get along with them because I'm the only (laughs) blind person in the house. Yes, you better. (laughs) Yes, you better. Except for our poodle, he's pretty much blind. But (laughs) well, there you go. He could be a guide dog. 
<laughs> well, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> what about the cat? Can he see? Oh, yeah. Yeah, she, she's got um, pretty decent vision, I think. And don't play that song, I've got a wife at home in front of your wife. She might get mad at you. You know, well, she's not here today. So. <laughs> That's right. You know, when that subject that Bill came up with about, um, you know, whether your friends should be, uh, you know, prefer blind or non-blind or yeah. whatever. I think another good one maybe for a later show would be your spouse. Oh, yeah, we would. We've been down that road, but we'll do it again. Uh, Your spouse or significant other. And a lot of people, and we can talk about this at a later, who date a blind person? Why would I want to date a blind person? You know, that. I've seen a lot of blind uh, people who marry sighted people who the sighted people don't want their blind people to hang out with blind people. Or I've also seen sighted people who try to make the blind person dependent upon them. Some people just have that type of personality. You, you know, know, I got to kind of watch that because I admit, I mean, I'm not really like that, but I am because like my wife, she hates to cook and she is blind. So a lot of times without even thinking about it, I'll just say, hey, I'll, you know, I mean, I love to cook. So I really don't mind being the cook of the family. And I think, you know, I think, like I said, I think that's why she married me. But, um, you know, I love to cook. So I, that's when I don't consider it as being a chore. I consider this, that's one chance that I have to do something that I really enjoy. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. But nope, I'm talking about all aspects of their life. Oh, we, we know somebody that they don't, if they don't want their if their spouse wants to buy a printer and they don't want them to, they just won't show them any. Yeah, that that there, you know, that's kind of mean. That's not necessarily a blind sighted thing, Jennifer. I mean, that that's a matter of so of control, you know. Well, but yeah. it, but, they but carry it that way, Jeff. <laughs> but it's taking advantage of a blind person because yeah, she doesn't. It some people that grub for money, they don't care if they're blindsided. They'll just go for it. Oh, that hurts. Oh, that oh, hurts. It's true, though, isn't it, Jeff? <laughs> it hurts. Yeah, it's true. It's true. What time hey, is it? clock? Tim's time. <laughs> are we in Tim time yet? Yeah, we are. But can you imagine not showing somebody something because you didn't want them to have it? Yeah. It happens. All right. Well, I better hit that magical key, or who knows what the next will blow up on this computer. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, guys. Thank you, Ed, and thanks for reminding me about the commercials. I really appreciate. Keep that up. Well, I I mean, like I said, I didn't mean to sound pushy. No, 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 no. Keep that up. Keep it up. We need it, so keep it up. Well, Think. No, no, we don't care what Jeff says. Well, we just give him our time. Don't worry about yeah. It. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff and I. Well, if all we, the same pushy, just you know, say hey, you know. No, no, no. And by the it. way, Jeff, uh, wish Christian a happy birthday today. I will. I, I thought you. Her text message. Are you going to bring her over for dinner? I don't cook. <laughs> you can take her out. I, 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 will, I, I will give her a phone call and see if she wants to go out to dinner with the kids. That's what I might do. Hey, don't take the kids. 
Well, that's true. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll tell you what to do. We'll give you Thank free you. advice. Thanks, Dad. It's all wrong, but whatever. We it's don't care. It's all good, Bill. It's all good. All good. Maybe all he right. thinks it's safer to take the kids with him. Yeah. That's probably true. <laughs> Who knows? All right. You guys have a wonderful day. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye. All right.